Hello, everybody. This is April Novoa, and I am here today with Kim Coker, or as we affectionately call her, Kiom. Kiom. <laughs> Kiom. I'm so excited to have you here because I've been wanting to sit down and, and uh, learn a little bit more about you and uh, all the wonderful things you do and share that with our audience. And um, so let's just get right into it. Tell me a little bit about your background. Oh, my background. Let's see. I, um, I'll just tell you what I do right now. Okay. Right now, I am a sound practitioner and it's intuitive. So I have a space that's here that I'm sitting in where there's a massage table beside me and I have clients, friends, whoever feels like they need some kind of an energy shift or if they're feeling like they need some kind of a therapy session, it is a form of therapy. Um, I use my crystal bowls and I'm going to try my best not to say um, but that's my filler word. So I, I say, um, you know, excuse me. <laughs> so my bowls are what I use a lot of when okay. I have my, the therapy sessions and the client lays on the, on the massage table and I kind of scan their energy field and connect my energy with their energy so that I'll know intuitively or I feel whatever however you want to say it what mm -hmm. they need as far as a sound goes okay. um, before a session I ask my spirit guides to meet with their guides mm -hmm. and the energy is already connecting as far as that goes but then when they get here I like to feel what their energy is like for that day because energy changes daily yes and then I'll um, just listen Mm -hmm. and ask what 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 do I do first mm -hmm. and then if there's a bowl that calls out sometimes this red one right here will call out first because mm -hmm. it's a lower um chakra I like to work with the chakras chakras whichever way tomato tomato you want to say that too. Right. <laughs> yeah. I like to use the red one first because it's kind of grounding mm -hmm. um, and then I'll I'll see what the client is looking like if they have any kind of resistance to the sounds and then mm -hmm. I know that that's the one area that I'm going to focus on a little bit more during the session. So that's what I'm doing now. Okay. I have, you, you asked my, my history per se. I um, also do reflexology. Okay. Um, I have been through aromatherapy class, which that's not high on the list. I just touched on that just from my personal self. Mm. I have done hair. Mm -hmm. So I've been a therapist in the hair field <laughs> and then oh. decided I needed to be a sound therapist. Yeah. My husband teases. He's like, I don't know if you know who Sally Struthers is and the commercial. She yes. used to have this commercial that lists out all these degrees or all these certificates you could get. You could be a plumber. You could be a, a, a DVD or not a DVD. That was during the days of VCR and VCR repair. Right. You could be a, a beautician. And he's like, Kim, you could do every one of those. <laughs> he's like, you could teach people every single one of those. And I'm like, well, wow. why stop learning? Why exactly. Stop learning? Well, you really do connect with your clients and you're, you provide a service to humanity that's taken on mm -hmm. a lot of different forms. And that's really, really beautiful. And you, you have this sense for people. I mean, would you say with, you mentioned the Red Bull, would you say that people are in need of grounding right now, probably more than ever? Yeah. 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 I think that 
the way that the world is shifting right now there's a there's a fear there's frantic there's just unknown and one thing that I like to recommend to most of my clients is get back to nature Mm. you know we are so out there and running here and and I have to go fast and I had a wreck in November and I have noticed since then the people that are just on my tail constantly and I'm like where are you going right do you really have to get there that fast yes slow down go sit with the earth for a little while we've gotten so far removed from what nature can do for us and and the vibration of the earth and how healing that is and mm-hmm. plastic between our feet that mm-hmm. that keep us from even touching the earth take your mm-hmm. shoes off and just put your feet on the earth yes. and that is what this one helps me to accomplish or are mm-hmm. my intent when i have a session with clients because so it is the, the root it is the that, root goal that's the place to start that's yes. the place to start and probably with most people now and so what kind of walks of life do your clients come from? Like, what, is, what are they needing mostly besides um, grounding? <laughs> you can't really put one, one thing on that. I have had clients from just wanting to take a few minutes for themselves and relax. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the basic to really trying to remember who they are and trying to remove the conditionings that the world and our parents have put on them Mm -hmm. and actually that is my ultimate being for doing what I do I believe that I've been called to help other people to remember we are love. Mm. We are light. We are not who the world has made us to be. Yes. And here in America, it's more, more, more. Mm-hmm. Where when you go back to the roots of who we are and the tribalness of, of the community that was originally in this country before it was founded. Right. That is the root of who we are. We mm-hmm. are community. We mm-hmm. are connection with others. We are energetic beings that need to be with each other. Yeah. So I believe that I have been called here, birthed here in today's time to help others. As I heal, I help others heal. Mm. So that's mm. my Re- goal. Really reconnect with themselves. And once they reconnect with themselves, then they can reconnect with one another. Yes. That's a beautiful calling. And you do this through sound, through vibration, because everything's vibration, right? Yep, it is. And the way that I like to look at sound is um, if you go have a massage, you know, the massage is massaging your muscles and, Mm. and you know, you, you do massage, you know what that does. Yes. Um, So, you know, massage just, just relaxes and moves through the outside where, sound vibration is vibrating Mm. and when it's doing this it's going inside and it's Mm. vibrating and massaging your organs and 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 shifting your blood and helping your brain with the look at the ocean and how the ocean rises and falls with the moon and and the pool that's what vibration does inside of you it shifts things around and 
I may have a session that, <laughs> that'll lay here and, and just start sobbing. And I'm like, let it out. You're in right. a safe place, release that. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> I've had to get deeper, had clients that have had to run to the bathroom real quick and wow. use the bathroom. We won't go too far in depth with that, but there was a very, <laughs> very big release with that. Yeah. And then people that just feel like maybe they need to throw up, you know, mm-hmm. that, that is, those are forms of release. And I encourage that when I have sessions, I'm like, don't resist that, allow that to come out because there is something in there that is shifting, that is trying to come to the surface. So right. let that out. And it's so it's pretty intense what vibration, the sound vibration does if you allow it and don't resist it. And it seems so uh, disarming compared to trying to articulate in words. Uh, it's like the body's speaking in its own language and it's not necessary to really uh, distill that down to words necessarily. Right. Yes. And they can release- Sorry, I don't mean to no, you know, there's a, go ahead. That's why I have a hard time explaining to people what I do because you kind of have to experience it. You yes. you have to come in and and feel what it feels like. And and if you want just a demo, let's do a demo with the pyramid, mm-hmm. and that just brings you back to to mm-hmm. calmness. And the lady up front here at the house of like Angie, she's always telling me, well, let's do this and let's get you out there through video. And I'm like, how do I put in words? Yes. What this does. I don't, I don't always have those words. Mm -hmm. I just want you to experience it and Mm -hmm. feel what, what happens and what shifts and Mm. what it can do for you. In so many ways, it seems so far superior to words because it's hitting on something that is uh, ethereal that can't really be described. Something deep, uh, and yeah. I and I think about indigenous cultures, and almost every single one of them had a tradition of sound around a campfire. Uh, oh, like a drum. <laughs> Who do we have here? <laughs> this is a horse drum, um, the hottest horse, and I birthed this drum. This drum doesn't have a name. This is a drum that I birthed for the collective. So whenever I'm around others, um, if I'm doing a drum journey, then I'll use this drum. But I also have, there's two drums that are sitting right here. And this peacock one Mm. that's painted with the peacock, I put, I asked for the intent of peacock to be in it. And that is a form of protection um that's just the one thing and I'm telling you the one thing that's in with a peacock intent because I played that drum the night that we had the tornado here Mm. that drum normally it's not it's not a play drum whenever Mm. I try to just play with it it doesn't want to it doesn't want to sound it's like no I'm good but the night of that we had the tornado last March here in Noonan Mm -hmm. I pulled it out well uh, let me back the story up I tried to play my other drums, the ones that I normally play, and they wouldn't play. I guess there was so much moisture that mm. they were like, no, I'm not playing. Yeah. Well, I sat there and I'm like, how the heck am I going to do a drum journey if I don't even have a drum to play? Right. Well, I looked at, because I'm not used to playing that when it doesn't normally play. So I looked at that one, the Peacock, and I said, do you want to play tonight? 
And I picked it up and the most beautiful sounds came from it. And I just started crying. And I'm like, mm. how did I not even think to ask you? Mm-hmm. And it, it was the most beautiful drumming the whole session. And that night um, is when the tornado happened. Yes. yes. So I picked it up the next day and I looked, let me grab it real quick. Yes, please. <clears throat> I grabbed both of them. Good. So I picked up I picked up the drum and I looked and on the inside, I don't know if you can see that, but on the inside around the rim, I write what intent I would like from each of my drums that I birthed. Mm-hmm. And so this one on the inside says self-confidence, self-esteem, dignity, refinement, knowledge, sexuality, pride beauty nobility guidance Mm. holiness watchfulness and protection and this i we had no idea there was a tornado that was going to be as strong as it was coming through that night and this drum beforehand drummed for us for that protection and that watchfulness Mm. and what else did i say oh the guidance for what to do next because we had no clue after the tornado what do we do you know it was a chaos it was devastating for our community and a lot of people don't that don't live in Georgia or don't live in the south don't know how um what that did but it was it was incredibly devastating and you were putting forth that balm of healing even before it happened and it knew it that's what needed to play yes yes that's really incredible that is really something yeah it's you know like I said I think it's so much beyond words, beyond what we can articulate. And, and, it, and I know when I have been around you or with you and you, you've been drumming and we've had a circle where we're drumming, mm-hmm. I feel taken away. I feel lifted. I feel uh, something other than, I don't, I wouldn't want to say human, but it's like, it dives into the deepest depths of what it really is to be human. Yeah. If that makes any sense. It's a beautiful yeah. experience. And I've also had a private session with you and I just kind of walk out like I'm on air. <laughs> like I'm just walking on air. But that's one session. Your next session, you might not be that way. It might not each, be that way. Each that's one's true. different. <laughs> that's true. It's all about healing and returning you to you. Yes. And then once we can make peace with ourselves and with the things that are within us, then we can connect with others. So in a sense, you're just bringing about this collective peace just through vibration. But everything exists because of vibration, right? Yes. Yes accurate very true yeah it's incredible so I believe that's why I was called to do vibration you know Mm -hmm. I I feel the vibration in myself and really have been diving into my own healing Mm -hmm. and just feeling the vibration and and feeling the shift within myself has been so powerful for me to be able to help others to feel the vibration too now feel it feel it what does that peer what's the pyramid about can you kind of oh, the I pyramid know is about, about that. magic okay I want, to, magic. I want to hear about that all right let me just let you hear it okay and it, and it sounds a little bit different on a recording but you can just get an idea of what the pyramid is like okay all right so just take a minute and close your eyes <sighs> And take a really deep breath in. 
and hold it for a second and then release through your mouth. And I want you to do that two more times. Take a deep breath in through your nose. Hold it and release. And one more time. And just listen and allow the sounds to come through without watching, just feel it. The sounds are starting to fade a little bit now. And like I said, I'm not sure how you can hear it mm. through the recording, but that gives you a little bit of an idea of what that sound, what the two bowls in the pyramid together sound like. Really beautiful. Mm. And I don't just stop them. So that's what you see. I'm I'm kind of just easing into the mm. the vibration and quieting the vibration. I don't just sit it down and say, okay, stop. I, I allow the sound to fade as it wants to and right. then I sit down so it's still vibrating yeah and and there's the body is still reacting the cells are still reacting to that right wow <laughs> yeah it's there's really no substitute for doing it in person but I feel like I got a little tune-up so <laughs> thank you yeah, thank you <laughs> that's I'm really beautiful eager to share that so each one of the bowls, and that's always been a question of mine, they represent, if they, they treat, I guess, or address different chakras in the body. They can. Yeah. They're, okay. If that is your intent, okay. um, for me, like I said, for me, it's intuitive and I can either 
put the intent of, okay, I'm going to start with this one and then I'm going to go to this one and then I'm going to go to this one because those are the different chakras or I can listen and see what I feel is next. I'll say what next. Mm. And if it's not in order from the red to the orange, to the yellow, then I play however I have heard to play. (laughs) Right. So yeah, they, they are, when they're sold, they're sold as the chakra, like the red Mm -hmm. and then whatever color represents each chakra, they are sold that way, but you don't have to use them that way. Mm-hmm. there is there are times when I will use them that way but I love your intuitive approach because it's not looking at a person as you know this is what we do this is the program for everybody and I think right. that, that is a big problem we in our society is we tend to compartmentalize and label and nobody is the same and no yeah, one's and needs. have a checklist you have yeah. a checklist oh well we have to do this next no, mm-hmm. you don't have to do that. Actually, you need to see what the person needs because mm-hmm. no, no two people are made the same. Maybe, maybe you don't need the same as what I need. And why would mm-hmm. I need a checklist to tell me to do it that way? That's one thing I love about what you do, Kim, because it's so individualized. And I think that is something that's missing in pretty much all the systems of our world right now. But I feel like that's kind of changing uh, slowly. Yeah but surely and for the better is that people we're, we're having this holistic way of looking at people as opposed to you know you're a machine and you have a bolt here that's a little loose and you know we need to check no, your carburetor a couple of bolts loose, so right? sorry. <laughs> don't we all and that's the you know that's the thing as you're working you're picking up issue you know areas that need a little bit more attention than others and and that's just the way that's just that's just really holistic. It's correct. I think it's what our ancestors did. Yes. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed with that. I mean, the, the drums are the longest stand and sound that we've used for healing. Mm-hmm. Um, not only to help you personally one-on-one drumming, but collectively in ceremony you know Mm -hmm. the drums have been around for so long Mm -hmm. that look how intuitive that was you know they didn't always have a rhyme or a reason they just knew just Mm -hmm. knew what to play and they played for all sorts of reasons Mm -hmm. you know sometimes it was uh out of grief and sometimes it was celebration and all sorts of of uh of things and i think that's really incredible yeah when you do now do when you get sound journeys do you experience almost kind of what is it like for you when you do it when I when I perform the journeys or if I have a journey for myself you have a journey for yourself or you're doing it for yourself okay um wait a minute if I'm performing the the ceremony for me or if I'm going and sitting in ceremony with someone else doing it Either way, either way, is it different? So when, when I go to a sound journey and allow others to play for me, Mm -hmm. it's more for me, like a meditative state. I allow my brain to just shut down and then I just ask for whatever to come through to, Mm -hmm. to come through in love and light. Of course, like I don't, 
want to go somewhere I shouldn't be, but right. I, um, that's if I go to a journey and I just walk in and say whatever I need to have to shift, just allow that to shift. Okay. Okay. So doing, now let's switch gears and doing it for myself. When I'm, when I'm drumming, that's one of the, the best things for me to connect to spirit, mm-hmm. um, to the people who I'm sitting with. I have a really big drum, Sheila, that was a gift to me. Mm-hmm. And when I have friends to sit around with me and we're on the same energetic level and, um, same path maybe I guess is right for lack of a better word that I'm trying to come up with or when intention. I sit, say it again or intention yeah the like same intention. intention yeah yeah then it is uh, it's so beautiful mm. it's um I, once again how do you put words to it I don't have the right. words for when we're drumming together it's so powerful to me um I feel everybody in that circle as one wow and it's like I'm not separate from the ones that are sitting with me we Mm. are we we just are you just functioning as one organism together yeah like we are yeah because which is what we are right (laughs) so it just kind of lifts the veil on what really reality is and that is that we're all connected and we are all one and we're all different expressions of the same consciousness. Yes. It's really beautiful. Yes. Now, if I'm a person that has never had a sound session and I'm a, let's just say I'm really nervous about it. How right. do I, how do I prepare myself for that? Like how, what, is there anything that I should do? Um, the only thing that I would say is drink lots of water. You need to have lots of fluid because it is a form of detox. Okay. And just open yourself, you open your mind to receiving what's going to come forth. It is a very safe space. Mm-hmm. And I sit with, I don't like to say clients because mm-hmm. to me, it's so personal with the people that I, that are coming to me. They're mm-hmm. my friends. I, yes. I truly make friends yes. with my clients. Um, and, and it's a, it's a communication back and forth. Like what is your intent? What I might ask them is what is your intent for this session today? Because I might have a different intent that doesn't matter. So when you come in, I might say just for today, just for your session right now, what is your intent? What would Mm -hmm. you like to receive from this session? And they don't have to tell me. Mm-hmm. All I need for them to do is just think through what that intent is for them okay. and just allow, just, mm-hmm. just allow for the vibrations to come through and don't put any judgment on what's going to happen and just say, okay, I'm here to receive and, and just allow it. Mm-hmm. That's all I would really say. There's not really a whole lot that you have to do other than drink your water. <laughs> that water is always good. Yeah. Um, so um, it, would it be the same then for like a group same just allow yeah groups are a little bit different um, okay. for me because a one-on-one session is a little bit deeper mm-hmm. you get that connection with the person and they are they're in a safe spot you know they feel mm-hmm. like they can share whatever they want to share 
Whereas in a group setting, you are picking up the energy from everybody else, yes. which makes it more of a meditation mm-hmm. than it does a therapy. And, and that's just coming for me right now. Each person might receive something different from it than right. where I am. They may come in and think, oh gosh, that was wonderful. That healed me right on up. <laughs> Whereas I'm thinking, okay, what did you get from that? So right, right. It's going it to be different. Yeah, yeah depending on the person my you, bowls are just vibrating as I'm sitting here talking it's just going to it wants to I be heard looking, I'm like, <laughs> you want to be heard too is there yeah, any anything else you'd want to show show us or tell us about that you've got um, there? I gotta share this drum I'm sorry okay. I have to share this don't drum apologize I want to see it oh this is the first drum that I ever it's called birth you okay. birth the drum because it is is like a birth you um you reach into the water and you pull the hide out when it's wet and mm. it's like the baby being birthed and all slimy you pull yeah. it out and then <laughs> you lay it on top of the frame and and you just do a ceremony with the with the hide because the hide is a it was a living being you know yes. this is an elk yeah and you just thank the elk for coming mm. and sending its medicine mm-hmm. for you and you thank the the frame because the frame is wood and wood's living mm. so when I first birthed this drum I um I heard the name Polly mm. and Polly is a great grandmother of mine that I have never mm. met wow and so I named this drum Polly and the intent was for my ancestors, for the angels and for our creator, God, to be with me as I'm playing this drum. Mm. And today is the second birthday for this drum. It's two years old on 2-22-2022. So all those twos. And it's its second birthday. And this drum right here has been with me personally as my drum when I need encouragement or guidance. Mm -hmm. Then I just drum and I just allow for Mm -hmm. God's word to come through and and speak to me and tell me what I need to do. So this is my personal drum and I have used it with other people and it just takes you somewhere. It just it just takes you into a deep journey. But now my, my horse drum is the one that I use for other people more and this one more for me. So thank mm. you for letting me share Polly. Well, it was very, it's very special. And that's a really yeah. sac- very sacred thing. And I don't think that a lot of people understand that about drumming. I mean, they think that you can just, you know, pop in a store and buy one and they don't, there's not the connection to it. And that's so, and you really bring that connection. And I know you've done some drum birthing ceremonies with people. I do. Quite beautiful. Can you tell us a little bit about what that's like for them? They, um, how, you, how you do that? So what I do is I've done group journey, um, journeys. Listen to me. I've done group birthings and I'm the doula. So I help guide them through how to birth their own, dr- own drum. Mm. Um, and I've also done individual uh, birthing with people as well one was down by our creek at our farm and that was mm. so special because the hide actually was pulled out of the water and, oh, wow. and so um collect my thoughts 
I'm, I'm squirreling here. That's so okay. it's a very, words are hard. It's sacred. It's, it's hard to it's describe because it's very sacred. sacred. Yeah, it, it is very sacred. So what you do in the beginning, when you decide that you want to birth a drum, you ask for whatever hide, whatever animal is meant for you to come to you. So instead of just saying, yeah, I want to get a deer. Well, right. I ask for you to sit with that before you decide which one you want to get and ask, what do I need for where I am right mm. now? And it, it could be a horse. It could be an elk. It could be a deer, a moose, a buffalo, just whichever one of those comes to you. Mm-hmm. And normally when you say, okay, this is the one I want. Okay. So like the elk, for instance. So when I said the elk, the elk was for me personally, and it came to me. So I know now after playing with it for two years, that that elk was the medicine that I needed just for Mm -hmm. me. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I asked for you to ask which one is meant for you. Mm -hmm. And then, um, we set up a date, whatever date, is, is good for both of us. Cause it takes, it takes a good while to do it several hours. Mm. And I don't want to give everything away because it right. is so no, special. Don't. Yeah. But what I just said about my, my drum and the birthing, you go through that blessing the, the drum and, and after you make it, you know, holding it and feeling it yes. and breathing your breath of life into it. And we light a candle around the or on the inside that sparks the fire inside of it and it's it's just sacred it's a sacredness it is like birthing a child because you you're protective of that drama afterwards you want to take care of it and each one is so different from any of them I mean, you yes. can go to the store and buy them with whatever the person made them, put the intent in it, but yes. there's something so special about birthing your own drum and knowing that that hide came from a living animal mm-hmm. that gave its life to, to maybe, maybe it was another animal that needed mm-hmm. to eat that animal. Who knows mm-hmm. what it was, but natural causes are what these um, hides are from, mm-hmm. but just knowing that that came to you. Right. That came to you out of everybody in the world. It came yes. to you. So yes. there's such a temptation in our society to tri- trivialize things that are really, really have so much depth to them. And yeah. people are really unaware. They're really unaware of the source of what they wear, what they eat. Um, and to me, what you're describing is uh, bringing back uh, hu- the human's connection to its source. Yeah. Um, and we take things for granted. We do. And we don't see our place in the greater uh, picture, you know, nature. We are part of nature and we, we seem to have forgotten that. And one of the beautiful things that you're bringing um, besides the amazing sound is this deep, deep connection with um, who we really are as a species and returning to who we are. And I greatly, greatly admire you for that. And, um, you know, you're just a genius. I call you a genius all the time. (laughs) You really are. And (laughs) well, you know, that's, that's, that's the, well, that's the funny thing about when people don't have understanding about something that they don't take the time to really look at something uh they tend to um based on their own frame of reference develop an opinion 
Uh, and that's so lazy, <laughs> you know, it's just so lazy. And, uh, but if you really stop to look at things and see the beauty and see how much, how incredible beauty is the perfect word because that's what it is you br you bring with what you do with what many of our practitioners do they're bringing some beauty and some connectedness into um who we are as a species and our earth and i'm extremely grateful that we have you up there at the house of light and i'm oh, uh, thank you. very blessed to be in your presence and in your space mm -hmm. and to have experienced that and and the opportunity to share this is not something that I take lightly with anyone I speak to. So thank you. What an honor. Uh, I'm honored. And I do have one. Oh, well, we, I'm going to put just so everybody knows. So we don't have to go through all the rigmarole. If you're needing to get in contact with Kim uh, or schedule an appointment, I'm going to have all of her details underneath this video. Uh, and you can just uh, click on it or dial it or text it or whatever you, is you want to do. Uh, but she is available at the House of Light and um, and other spaces as well. So I will con I will make sure that you can connect with her. Uh, so I have one question that I ask everybody, and it's kind of just a silly question. I just like to see where everybody. It's interesting. Um, okay, you, one question. Just one. Me. Just I one. Know. It's all you Just get. one. That's it. Um, so if you could live at any one time in history, when would that be and why? I still just can't think of any other timeline that I would rather be in than now. I think that I've already lived in those timelines and I'm in this one now and this is where I'm supposed to be. Been there, um, done that, got the t-shirt. <laughs> and here I am. And here I am. In the timeline I'm supposed to be in. I, mm -hmm. I don't know that they were all, they all seem like they were hard. Yes. So yes. I don't know that I want to go back to any of them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this, this earth tends to have an educational component that is not real comfortable for us for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I had a period that I would like to go back to, it wouldn't be a different timeline, though. It would be here and me being able to see my grandfather again. I was very, mm. very close with my grandfather and um, he passed when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. And I, I would love to see him and my dad as well. I would love to see my dad because I haven't seen him since I was little. And oh, I, I would just ask if if they could be back here in the physical body for a, a minute, that would be mm -hmm. nice. But I can't say that I would want to go back to any other lifetime. I love that. That's a beautiful answer. And with that, Kim, I want to thank you so much for being with us today and for all that you bring into the world. And uh, again, I will have these details for you out there if you'd like to get in touch with her. And um, I just want to thank you so much. I was honored to speak with you today. Thank you. Thank you for doing this with me. It was yes, a blessing. It was definitely. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk soon. Have a great day, everybody. Bye. Bye.